Hey dudes, this is Michael, one of the co-hosts of Two Dudes in the Nest, the show you're about to listen to. If you are a first-time listener and you've picked one of these older episodes to listen to, maybe because it's one of your favorite games on the NES, I don't blame you. However, I just want to warn you that uh, this is, some of these episodes are three, four, maybe five years old. And this is before we got new audio equipment. This is really before we even knew what we were doing. But we... You know, we want to leave them on the feed as long as we can because we want to have plenty of episodes for people to listen to. I just want to give a fair bit of warning before we get started. If you're an older listener and you're going back to listen to an episode again, uh, you may hear something new because right before the episode starts here, we're going to have an advertisement, which is probably not what you heard the first time through. But now we started doing ads in our shows, so we're going to have an ad here. Anyways, I hope you enjoy. And if you do enjoy, please subscribe to the podcast and listen to as many episodes as you can. It always helps us out. And tell a friend, too. That'd be nice. Enjoy the show. Hey, Justin. What's up, man? Uh, not much. Just uh, preparing to talk about Bill and Ted's excellent video game adventure on the Two Dudes oh, and an S podcast. Oh boy. Oh boy. I have a feeling that this is going to be a really good episode. There's lots to talk about. Not so much in relation to the game. Right. And I apologize to uh, the Patreon donor there that uh, whose name has all of a sudden escaped me, but I will figure it out here in momentarily. Timmy Mac. Timmy. That's right. I should have known that. Timmy Mac pulled this one up, and spoiler alert, I'm not sure he's a huge fan of it either, but anyway. Okay, we'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, yeah, we'll get there. Uh, so. I will say, Timmy. Good. <laughs> um... And this doesn't just this is not just Timmy. It just Timmy just happens to be the one under the bus right now. This goes out to all of you guys donating to us on Patreon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and are suggesting games for us to play. And I appreciate the donations, I really do. Um, but it's been a while since uh, any of you guys gave us just a real quality game to play. I think the it last really one has. may have been Andrew or Dude Drewbacco with the Shadow of the Ninja. That was pretty good. Yeah. And then we had The Legend of Zelda recommended, which was amazing. But other than that, I feel like I've just been kind of digging ditches. It's, uh, well, you know, me and you were texting about this earlier. Kind of having this conversation about uh, about this. And I think we kind of came to the conclusion, uh, much to the, much to the uh, uh, disappointment of probably dude Vanderhoff, but when we do bad games, we do more tangents. Yeah, and people may and like so the they're just, they're just picking bad games, so we'll do more tangents. Well, I got plenty of tangents for this. Me episode. too. Okay. And so we were t- we were talking before the show about guns, and gun safety, mm-hmm. and uh, so there was a uh, a church, a local church, in a local town. That's a very small town, not the town that either one of us live in, but it's. Uh, it's it's known to be quite small and quite uh, what's the politically correct way to say this? Rural, very very rural and very country. 
And so there was like a call. Uh, I was at the hospital. I guess there was a call about. They thought there was a shooting in a church. And in this town, which would be a big deal because that, how in the world did that would that be going on? It would be basically everybody in the town. Yeah. And um, uh, that is fresh. Hold on, sorry. Um. So anyway, it turns out what happens is this guy's like got his gun in the church, and he like he's he's pulling it out and kind of showing it off to everybody, as one does at church. Of course. I mean, Right. I mean, if it's a really nice gun, I mean, you can't just keep it to yourself. Ends up shooting himself and his wife. Oh. He shoots his wife in the stomach and shoots his, his, like, shoots, I don't know if it was two bullets or one bullet. I don't really know all the details, but somehow he shoots himself in the arm and his wife in the stomach. So I don't know if, like, he was like, (laughs) uh, but anyway, long story short, he said he didn't intend to shoot himself. (laughs) <laughs> didn't say anything about his wife. Yeah, no, I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm just joking. He didn't say that. That's like but a yeah. Letterman bit right there. Yeah. Right, yeah. But yeah, so That's it was funny. like, yeah. Speaking of, I just got my uh, time to renew your handgun carry permit letter. Oh. Uh, I probably shouldn't have just brandished that in front of the camera. I hope there's nothing I could like, see really... it. I know, but, you know, internet sluice out there. Somebody's going to freeze frame that and just... Mm-hmm know my address or something yeah so i may edit that out of the uh behind the scenes anyways got that and so when i first got my handgun carry permit i was i was dumb and i did not get the lifetime version oh boy and so now i have the opportunity to get the lifetime version but i feel like i just wasted like a hundred bucks the last two times i renewed it right so now i'm sitting here thinking two years it was two and now they this year they upped it to eight, so you only have to renew it every eight years, or you can get a lifetime. And since I've had it since I was like twenty five, I could have been I could have saved like two renewals by now, you know. Right. And by getting a lifetime one, but who who knows? And I got to go get another picture, which means I have to go to the DMV, which is really frustrating. Yeah. I haven't changed my look. I look the same, but yet I got to get another picture. But the good thing about it is if I get another picture for the handgun carry permit, I don't have to get a picture when my license comes due because they use the same picture. Yeah, so I only have to go to the DMV once and it covers both my licenses. Yeah, but okay. They're pretty much in line with each other almost. Okay. Pretty close All in right. line. Cause the, 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 uh, because I got my picture made when I got my handgun carry permit initially. So it was two years and then two more years. And then this will be like the sixth year. So my, you know, every five years, you got to get a new picture for your driver's license. I think it is every five years. I think so you got to get it renewed every five years. I don't know if you got to get a new picture. I don't know. I don't work for the DMV. I'm just... I'm if anybody out there off. works for the DMV, let me know. <laughs> I know last time, last time I went to get my license renewed and they were going to get, they said, we don't have to get a picture because you got a, you got a picture made two years ago or something like that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, they're tied together. That's all I know. So hopefully this will prevent me from having to go get a picture made more frequently than I have to. What do you think about this? Okay. Another tangent on top of this tangent. All right. Because I just thought about it because you're talking about renewing your driver's license. So I think, you know, I 
I think that we should. So there's this big question about would more people be organ donors, but they just don't think about being an organ donor. So they never like sign up to be an organ donor, even though it's easy and super easy to do when you go get your license or just do it online or whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. What if you what if we made organ donation and opt out like you had to opt out when you went to get your license? If you didn't opt out, you're donating your organs. So, I mean, I mean, it would be up front of it. I'm not saying, like, try to secretly, you know, make people. But, like, basically, you know, when you're, like, sad, give them a piece of paper that says you will be an organ donor unless you choose to not be. If you choose to not be, click this X or whatever. Yeah. And make it blatant. Don't make it to where it's, like, uh-huh. you know, in the mix of, like, a big, you know, uh user agreement that nobody reads or anything you know just like here's yeah like it, i i really think the people if they had uh if it was just like a pre-checked option that we would have a lot more people to just do it not necessarily because they wouldn't realize they were doing it just because if it was a pre-checked option people would just do it more i think you're right about that but I also think that you would... And now you answer me this question. Do stupid people also have stupid organs? Because I think it would probably skew more to having more stupid organs in the pool. Okay? But I think it would just be the brain. And we're not we're not doing anything with the brain. Uh, anyway, so. Yeah, yeah, sure. It might just be the stupid brain. But <laughs> stupid people also do stupid things to their body. Which That's might true. Like, mess up their organs. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, do you really want the guy... No, hear me out. Do you really want the guy drinking Mountain Dew every day? Do you really want his liver being donated to people? Well, it Mountain depends. Dew guy. It depends. How bad is my liver? That's true. I mean, I guess... Yeah. But what if, like... Okay, let's say let's say you need a liver transplant. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mountain Dew man gets in a car wreck, dies, and you get his liver. Okay? And then you wake up in the hospital bed... And all of a sudden, you got to have a mountain. You got you're dying for a Mountain Dew, and then you become a diabetic, yeah. and then you got to get a kidney transplant one day. And then, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? You hear, all right. you hear me? You hear me? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I'm an organ donor. Well, and you know, whatever. By choice. Yeah. So here. We need to get we need to get rolling on this uh, show before Timmy uh, cuts off his donation money. But mm-hmm. uh, one more thing about the organ donation and the dumb people and the smart people and all this stuff. Uh, what is people's? Is it the people who know knowingly opt out? Are they people who are just afraid they're going to need their organs when they're dead, or is it like they're afraid that the doctors are going to like pull the plug early so they can have the organs? <laughs> I mean. I, I think that... Uh, I'm a little bit concerned about that. Like, what if there's, like, an unethical doctor that really wants to save this well, person's life and then they... The, the good thing is, is when it comes down to that decision, it's not one doctor's decision. So this is, this is a decision that's made by a team, and... What if it's a team of evil doctors? Like, and the, Mega Man the boss state's doctors. donor service actually has to approve it and okay. come in and talk to the family and everything. So it's... It would have to be a very elaborate, unethical scheme to, in order to get that to go under underway. Okay. But yeah. Anyway. Okay. I don't have a but. Okay. No but. 
Do you have any history? Uh, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, maybe. I thought I saw that. Go ahead. Uh, also, just so that we don't forget some of our awesome tangents, I have a really good poop tangent for mm-hmm. later. I don't want to go ahead and... Oh, we're already like 15 minutes in. We haven't even started on the game. So, I'll save the poop tangent for later when we start running out of things to talk about in the game. But let's go ahead and get into history. Alright, so Bill and Ted's Excellent Video Game Adventure. It's an action-adventure video game that is part of the uh, Bill and Ted franchise. Of course, based on Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure movie that was released in 1989. And although this game didn't get released until 1991. The publisher... Who else would it be? It's a movie... It's a video game about a movie. Our good friends at LJN. Mm. And uh, of course, LJN has a notorious reputation for video game production. Uh, they've made uh, multiple uh, video games about movies. We've talked about a lot of them. Being we talked about Jaws, we've talked about Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, we have talked about what else have we talked about that mm. they've done? Friday Thirteenth. Yeah, we talked about okay. that one. Uh huh. Roger Rabbit. Uh, was that LJN? Yeah. Oh, okay. I kind of like that game, though, I think. I Wait, maybe. It was also like Jaws, so I guess it could be. Anyways. Yeah, but yeah. I feel like the Jaws thing is just... That's a nostalgia play right yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they didn't do Roger Rabbit. I don't think they did Roger Rabbit. Hold on just one minute, okay? All right. Uh, I don't... Yeah, they did do Who, who Framed Roger Rabbit. Okay. All right. There's two that you kind of like, right? Yeah. From LJN. Yeah. I can give them two so far. Yeah. So LJN, of course, produced this game, and it was released to actually mixed reviews at the time. It got a 3.6 out of 5 from uh, um, Nintendo Power. So, And a couple other, uh, like, Honest Gamers gave the game a 4 out of 10. Uh but then later uh, reviews, reviews that would come later in, in uh, GamePro, uh, give it pretty negative reviews. Uh, one thing that the game does have is the game has uh, uh, music within game levels that uh, kind of is, yeah kind of we'll get to that <laughs> later. But some of it is actually from. Uh, um, uh, like actual songs like the medieval world uh, uses Scarborough Fair by Simon and Garfunkel hmm. I didn't uh, notice that the modern world uses Won't You Come Home Bill Bailey by Harry Connick Jr. Hey. And, the, and the ancient world uses Deep Purple's Smoke on the Water nice so a little bit of, little bit of music uh, that was actually <clears throat> based off of real songs. One thing uh, about Bill and Ted's uh, is the Nintendo Power had a uh, contest or a drawing to, for a promotion for the game, and they gave away the actual phone booth from the movie Bill and Ted's what? as a contest prize. Nice. And the lucky winner with Kenneth was Kenneth Grayson. And yeah, I know Ken. I, yeah, you know Ken? Yeah. I'm going to pull up a picture of Ken here. 
uh, so that you can at least see them. Well, I know. Uh, I already said I know. Yeah. Maybe. Share screens. Here we go. Alright. Start. Alright. You see Ken here? Yeah. Hey, so Ken. So there he is going into his phone booth that he's won, which is, is the a, actual phone booth. Is he booth wearing booth. a cat shirt? I don't really know what that shirt is. <laughs> Blue and pink. He's got his pants hiked up a little bit. He looks like uh, the one of the brothers from Step by Step. He does. He looks like Mark. Yeah, Mark. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, Kenneth Grayson, he actually was tracked down by Reddit in uh, 2011. That, and they had him do a Ask Me Anything on Reddit. Mm. <laughs> uh, but it kind of took a turn for the worse in that... Uh, most of the time, people just ask him if he'd ever done like anything dirty in the. Film. <laughs> so, uh, Which of course, I'm sure he did. It went south qu- quite quickly, as it usually does on the Reddit AMA. <laughs> yeah, uh, I got a little bit of actual Bill and Ted's history. Okay, that you might be interested in. Uh, of course, I am. So. There was originally when when the three characters when the t- characters were wrote by the guys that wrote the movie, it was originally three supposed to be three characters supposed to be Bill and Ted and Bob, but the guy that was like uh, supposed to be Bob wasn't really into it because it was made in like an improv group uh-huh. at UCLA, and so the third guy wasn't really into it, so they just dropped the Bob part of the act. And uh, was it uh, well? Was the improv group? It wasn't the actors, was it? Was it Keanu Reeves and... Uh, no, 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 no. It was uh, UCLA classmates Ed Solomon and Chris Matheson. Okay. Uh, so, uh, yeah. But Solomon played Ted, Matheson played Bill. And then, when they were actually uh, uh, casting the parts, Keanu Reeves wanted to be Bill. He auditioned to be Bill. And the other guy, Alex Winter... I wanted to be uh, Ted, uh, but they switched them. They said, nope. <laughs> yep. Sorry, not going to happen. And none other than Polly Shore wanted to be Ted. So what would... Yeah, yeah. Actually, although I don't know, Keanu is pretty iconic. It's pretty as, good. As Ted. Pretty, yeah. Now, if they wanted to bring Bob back in the picture and have Polly Shore there as Bob... Yeah, there you go. I could go. go for that. Now, the third movie that has supposedly been in the works for years and years and years, uh, is that happening that, that you know of? And if it is, can we bring Polly Shore in as Bob? I don't know, and maybe. Okay. All right. That's fair. Did you know that the time machine was originally going to be a van? No, but that sounds very fitting. But I bet they, Back to the Future screwed that up, didn't it? That's exactly why they rewrote it, because Warner Brothers thought that it was too close to a rip-off to Back to the Future. I could see that. And the script was written in four days. Solomon and Matheson wrote the script uh, in four days, and they wrote it up by hand. <laughs> wow. I was about to say, they probably, it sounds like they used a lot of copy and paste from what I remember from the movie. Yeah. Just a lot of excellence and dudes and stuff. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, if they wrote it by hand, then eh, I guess maybe not. Yeah. 
So anyway, that's about all the history I got. Hey, you got any uh, uh, big long story about how you went and found it? Now let me open this package here. <laughs> the package that the game's in. Yeah, it's in a package. You hear me opening it? <laughs> so this, so, so that sound is my two-year-old daughter Ella, who is. Uh, it is eleven, almost eleven ten here as we record this, and she's still going strong. So can't get her to go to sleep. It's all that monster you put in her bottle. It's true. Monster energy drink. You should. Right. You know, Mount Dew. stop that about aforementioned Mountain yeah. Dew. You should stop the Mountain Dew in the bottle at around two o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. Otherwise, they're up all night. Right. Uh, anyway, did you find this game? Did you go on a big quest? An excellent adventure? Find I this? went on a most excellent adventure to find this game. Uh, and by that, I mean, I got it from Pick a Flick back in the day. Woo. Yeah. I remember I rented it from Pick a Flick a few times as a kid and honestly didn't really like it. And then I don't know why, but when Pick a Flick started selling off their NES games, I guess I thought I'd give it another shot. Um, so mm-hmm. I bought it. I, it's it's one of those things, and I'm sure people out there, and you may maybe can uh, have this same sensation, but you don't really like something, but you're familiar with it, so you buy it. Right. And that seems like a dumb thing to do, which it kind of is for, I mean, I don't know, you know, I wish I hadn't have done it somewhat throughout the years. I've had my regrets, but, uh, you know, it was familiar to me. I had played it. It was on sale. Mm, you know, so there you go. I yeah. bought it from pick a flick. Just had, just had to have it. Just had to have it. I don't know why I just did. Yeah. Uh, wow. Well, did you like the movies? Were you a big I was a huge fan of the movies, especially the second one, The Bogus Journey. Oh, really? Yes. Because the scene... Now, you may be a bigger fan of the first one, I don't know, or neither of them. I don't know how you feel about them. But for me, the scene when they die in the second movie, (laughs) and they go down to... And death is there, and they Mm -hmm. play him in, like, board games to get out of hell. That is just, like... That still, to me, is one of the funniest concepts and like just scenes in any movie that I've seen. I just think it's hilarious. And did the guy that plays death and just the way death acts is just, it just cracks me up. Yeah. I still watch that part. The movies, as, the movies as a whole, uh, they don't hold up too well for me, but just that one part when they go down to hell and fa- I, and face death, it's just, it's crazy. It's, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen the movie? You've seen the movie, right? Yeah, I've seen the movie. I just, you know, to me, I've never been a huge fan of them for some reason. I've just never really gotten into them that much. Well, I don't know why. As a kid, I liked them. I think it was because all the, the surfer speak kind of reminded sure. me of Ninja Turtles. And I wanted to be Ninja a surfer. Fan. Everybody wanted to be a surfer. Everybody yeah. wanted to be that that type of Which dude. I don't know why. Surfer. Sulfur. Sulfur. <laughs> sulfur. Stanky. No. Yeah. <laughs> surfer, surfer, sur- I cannot. I get, yeah, so surfer. Get, yeah. yeah, surfer. That, surfer culture. Surfer culture. Surfer culture. That's it. Uh, I'm editing this entire episode out. We're starting over. No, I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. The culture around surfing is dumb, is what I'm trying to get at. Yeah. Dumb guys. Yeah. Right? 
But yeah. dumb, even if they're not dumb, they make themselves sound dumb on purpose. Have you seen the surfer guy talking about? Uh, I don't even remember what he was talking about in front of the city council. It's like a, it was a YouTube video, kind of went viral there for a while, maybe a year or two ago. It was pretty funny. I have to find it, send it to you. It's like uh, he was trying to get uh, a city council to like build a statue for somebody, mm-hmm. and I can't remember what who who it was for, but it was hilarious. But <laughs> okay. Yeah. Good story. <laughs> yeah, it's a great story, huh? Yeah. And then yeah, and then he like stabbed some guy in the face or something. Paul Walker. Paul Walker. Yeah, that's what it is. Okay. He wanted yeah. to build a statue for Paul Walker. Yeah. Okay. And it's hilarious because it's just like a surfer dude trying to <laughs> talk to city council about Paul Walker. So that does sound pretty funny. Yeah. So you should you should look it up. Okay. I'll look it up. Yeah. Was it real heartfelt? Did he start getting teary eyed? He tried. It, it was heartfelt from a from a uh, surfer dude's from perspective. A surfer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that does sound pretty funny. So, all right. So we should probably talk about the game. Oh, uh, yeah. Remind me. I know I've already talked. I got. I got one poop tangent. But remind me. I also got another Patreon tangent. I want to go on later. Okay. So, uh, and then I also I want to talk about our next episode, which is going to be a Christmas episode. But I'm not exactly sure how we're going to do it. Okay. Oh, and also, the results are in for the pie, the holiday pie contest. Oh. We got a lot of voicemails about that. So I'm just letting everybody know that even though this game conversation mm-hmm. it may be a bit of a dud, stick around because we got lots of good stuff coming up. All right. All right. You will not be disappointed. No. All right. So let's talk about this game. Now, like I said, I mentioned that I played it uh, as a kid. Rented it from Pick a Flick all the time. Not all the time, maybe twice, but both times could never figure anything out and hated it with a passion. So mm-hmm. that is my memory from my childhood regard in regards to this game. Did you yeah. play it when you were a child? Did not play it as a child. Like I said, again, wasn't uh wasn't a big Bill and Ted's fan growing up, you know, back when the Bill and Ted's movies were famous. Yeah. Um, and now, you know, so I certainly didn't have any reason to really want to play the game. Uh, so this was my first experience with the game. Okay. And I'm just going to throw this out there. All right. You want to throw this out there before or after we read for the manual? Let me just throw this out there before the manual. Because okay. the manual may or may not alleviate some of this pain. Okay. But I, I, I didn't know what the heck was going on. <laughs> like, I didn't know what I was supposed to do. I was confused. At times, you could walk on grass. At times, you could certainly not work, walk <laughs> on grass. Uh, I, I didn't know what, what was going on. I could, just to throw this out there, I could not make heads or tails of the very beginning of the game. <laughs> Like they give you the story. I know I'm, I know we're just skipping over the manual right here, but I just, yeah. get, I got to get into it. Okay. Cause this is just, okay. You start the game. They give mm-hmm. you a story. Rufus is there. He's talking to Ted. He says, Hey, you and Bill got to work separately, which sucks. First of all, because it's Bill and Ted. Right. They're never separate at all in any of the movies. And then here they are. This entire game. Are separate. <laughs> so first yeah. of all, that sucks. Yeah. And don't give me this malarkey about how you couldn't, you can't do it properly 
where you play as two characters. Plenty of games did it. Right. You could have them following each other where you can switch back and forth between them. You could do it like the original Ninja Turtles game where you switch back and forth. I don't care. You could have done it. That's right. first. First and foremost, that's a gripe for me. Second of all, after you get the story, you're presented with a phone book. Okay? <laughs> with a lot of phone numbers. Okay? Sweet. Right. I assume I'm supposed to call one of these. Maybe I get to choose which one I want to call because yeah. I can flip through the book and nope. and I got tons of numbers. Maybe I just choose which one I want. Kind of like a Mega Man style game where I get to choose which boss to go to. So what do I do? I flip through, find Elvis because Elvis is the one that I would most like to uh, go after first. So I try to call Elvis. Can't figure out how to dial his number. It's just not working <laughs> for me. I pick up my cell phone. I start dialing the number on my cell phone. Doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. I thought maybe this was like a super futuristic game where you actually had to dial the number. Yeah. Uh, maybe I, should, I pulled the house phone out, <laughs> dialed it on the rotary dial at the house. You know? mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Could not figure it out. Until finally, there's the one that you flip to, and it's like blinking red. As in, this is the guy you have to go to first. Okay. Yeah. So, finally, I think, okay, yeah, cool. I'm finally figuring this out. You have to actually dial the number. Which it makes a, an entire mini game out of, which is a, a horrible mini game. <laughs> it's the worst. Okay, first of all, you dial the number, which, okay, I can get over that. You type the number in using the, mm-hmm. uh, using the pad or whatever, mm-hmm. the D-pad. And then you go into this screen where you are the phone booth. Sort of. <laughs> I couldn't really figure out how to control it. You control like a circle on the screen. And you're like and trying so, to bounce it and direct it. I, I, well, I don't know. I, I, you tell me. I, I really, I honestly could not figure it out. I, what happened, what I did, here's my approach. First, my first approach was I would put the circle where I wanted the phone booth to go. Mm-hmm. Okay. I would put right. the circle where I want the phone booth to go. And I would hit the button. And the phone booth would go off in a completely different direction. Yeah. <laughs> it would not go where I wanted it to go. Right. And so finally I figured out, oh, okay. What I'm supposed to do is point or hit the button when the phone booth faces the direction I want to go. Ah. Uh. And then that's the direction it's going to go. So it spins in a circle. And then when it points yeah. where you want it to go, that's when you hit the button. Okay. And there's, there's, yeah. And again, and there's so much direction in this game, so you, easy to figure out, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. And so I did this for a while. You're supposed to be aiming, you're aiming at numbers. I guess you're supposed to be dialing it on that yeah. screen, which at, by this time, I've completely forgotten what the number is. Sure. So even though there's numbers on the screen, I don't know what order to go to them in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I just tried to go in the order that they were on the little pipe, in the pipes. But the pipes are such a nasty spider web of, gunk that you can't tell where what's going where anyways right (sighs) if you eventually just wait and don't do anything it'll dial it itself but then it takes away more coins if it does that even more ridiculous so stupid okay side note uh this is completely unrelated to the game but it is related to the podcast my computer just did something weird where it kind of did like this freezy thing Mm mm-hmm so I don't know if it recorded the last like two minutes of our conversation. If it didn't and you're listening to this now and I forgot to edit it and you missed like a, there's like a two minute gap. I'm sorry. I don't know what happened. Yeah. It was just us ranting about how terrible this mini game is <laughs> uh, going through yeah. the phone numbers. Yeah. 
So anyway, okay, so you can just leave it alone. See, what happened to me was I think it just got tired of me trying and just said, here, fine. Yeah. Because <laughs> right. I tried. I literally was trying to do what it wanted me to do for, I don't know, however long you're allowed to try. Because <laughs> yeah. I, right. I did not figure anything out. Every now and then I would land on a skull and it would just boop, knock me out of the way. I just take coins away for no reason. Yeah. And uh, I literally, I think, uh, I was, I played this this week, this past weekend and a little bit before. And also, apologies for the slight delay on the podcast. I've been sick. And I got another tangent about that too. But, anyways, um, so I played it this past weekend, a little bit the, la- the last week or so. And I've, I've really kind of tried to give this game its fair shake. But, um, I was by myself, luckily, because if, my wife had been home, or if Teeter, my dog, had been home, I don't know what they would have thought, because I was sitting there playing, I was trying to figure out that phone booth part, and I literally was sitting there trying to figure it out, and out loud I went, like, <laughs> I can't understand this, this is the most frustrating, stupid thing I've ever done. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, I hated that part with a passion. So yeah, oh, yeah. So anyways, quick tangent, because I'm getting frustrated here, talking about this game. Uh, I've been sick. They gave me antibiotics, which I typically don't like to take, but I wanted to get over the sickness quickly because I had too much stuff to do at work. I couldn't miss a day. So they gave me antibiotics. They gave me a ton of antibiotics. And the doctor was very adamant to tell me, you have to take all of these antibiotics. Sure. Why is that? Is it going to come back at me with a vengeance if I don't take so, every one of the antibiotics? So the if you, by not completing antibiotics, it, it can lead... I, that's not cool, <laughs> That's do, not cool. wanna, do we want to know what it really is? Bring it to me and I'll show you. It's no, it's leftovers. Go put it up. Yeah. Okay. Sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> we the, the inquiring minds want to know what it really is. Uh, it's like you know. <laughs> oh, it's just like a Tupperware. Yeah, you know, okay. Cool Whip gives you free Tupperware, right? Yeah. So. Uh, okay, so if you have a number of bacteria in your body, right, that you're going to kill with this antibiotic, and you start you you use that that antibiotic for just a short period of time that you're and you don't complete the antibiotic, so these these time periods you're supposed to take antibiotics are set because that should be the time period that it takes to kill all the bacteria that's pathologic in your body. Okay. By only taking a short period of time, you can kill enough to where it basically gets your body over the illness mm-hmm. that's created by the bacteria, but a certain number will survive. And those that will survive will be stronger. Have, have been exposed, but have not been killed, so they can become more resistant and uh, become even actually... Um, um, resistant to the antibiotic, then you get these resistant uh, bacteria, and that they can propagate, grow, and spread, and that's how you get antibody resistance, or one of the ways. Uh-huh. And they could go to somebody else, and then they would not be able to use my antibiotics against those bacteria. Or yourself. Yeah. Uh, well, that's it, also it, probably yeah. why, whenever they gave me the antibiotics, since I got this nastiness from my wife they did not give me they would not give me the same antibiotics that she was on yeah 
because once whatever it was came to me, they could it could have had a resistance to the antibiotics, perhaps. Maybe. Okay, yeah, I'll keep ta- I'll keep taking these nasty gigantic horse pills for. What are you taking? Five augmentin? Days. You taking amoxicillin? Amoxicillin. Yeah, yeah. clavulinic acid. For clavulinate. Yep. Yeah. So all right. They're bi- they're big. That's all I know. Yep. Horse. Hey, pills. there's a, the the train that was just at your house. I think is at my house now. Oh, well, there you go. Train. There we go. We, we that that's how we know it's going to be a good episode. Yeah. Okay. All right. Back to the game. So we haven't even made it to the main part of the game, which is the part where you actually get to be Bill and or Ted. Right. And you're searching for the historical dude or do that. Right. And you got to find stuff to give them. Mm-hmm. And you got to bait them. Right. <laughs> which sounds ridiculous. <laughs> but, uh, and. When you get the the historical bait, it's always something kind of odd to give to the person. Yeah, but it, it matches, like, if you're familiar with the Bill and Ted style, it matches what Bill and Ted would try to use to bait these guys with. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I don't so know. I do appreciate that. Yeah, except I, I get most of them. Like the Caesar dressing for Julius Caesar. Okay, I yeah. get that. Um, but what about the Elvis just giving him a tombstone? Yeah, that's a little weird. <laughs> I've got, <laughs> I've got a bunch of, I've got a bunch of trophies for this episode, by the way, retrofitted trophies. Okay. And, uh, a lot of them are related to what you give the, uh, the historical dude to bait them out. Yeah. So, but yeah, the some most of them. Pretty much makes sense, but yeah. a few of the, a few of them are a little strange, <laughs> yeah, and don't so. make any sense at all. Like one of the things is uh, the whole point of the game and the Bill and Ted movies is you're trying to prevent like the future from changing too much because Bill and Ted are supposed to be like the saviors of the future, mm-hmm. so they're always worried about something happening to Bill and Ted in the past that mm-hmm. would prevent them from being the the saviors of the future. Yeah, and so yeah. that's that's part of the game too. But yet, all the, a lot of these items you give them are things that would just completely alter the timeline of right. events in the world. You know, right? Like I think Al Capone, you're supposed to give him like a a law book or something so that he doesn't go to jail. Yeah, <laughs> which yeah. would completely change the course of that timeline, well, right? And you also give uh, uh, Jesse James and Uzi. <laughs> yeah, Which, one of the most notorious uh, <laughs> guys in the Wild West, one of the most notorious gunslingers in the Wild West, give him a fully automatic weapon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's smart. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, oh, okay, so, the, yeah, the game itself is a top-down, kind of Zelda-like game in mm-hmm. a way, um, where you have an attack and a jump. The attack is dependent on what kind of weapon you have, which is typically some kind of a thrown weapon, like a grenade. It's almost like a grenade. But it's either pudding uh-huh. or it's a textbook. Like an exploding textbook. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, well, like your average text- textbook. Right. Have you ever thrown a textbook? They just explode. Right, right. So, it reminds me of... Uh, the far tells from the far side, exploding kids. Yeah. 
what is it? Is it Bob's Exploding Kids? It's something like that, yeah. Yeah, that's hilarious. I love that show. We need to, okay, Halloween Patreon. Next of 2018, yeah. Of 2018. We need to do Tales from the Far Side because I love that. The, yeah. Both of them are good, but the first one's the best. Oh, it's so good. Okay, so anyway. I know you, you first of all, you don't like top-down things at, at all anyways, right? Yeah. Well, this is kind of not, this was weird. It, it, what is, it was, it's almost like a mixture of a top-down, like, platformer, because it's like, it's at an angle, right? So it's an, it's an angled view. And it's yeah, not it's like a three-quarters purely it's 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 almost kind of a semi side scrolling feel at the same time it's pretty actiony yeah but it just it dry okay so the first level let's just let's just cut this into the first level and you it's rembrandt right so rembrandt's level so you're like in this medieval looks medieval like time period yeah. and you're you know, the song plays. You're like, well, okay, I actually like this song. Yeah. And this was, and I'm playing it before I know that it's Simon and Garfunkel's, uh, uh, Scarborough Fair song. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, well, this music's pretty good. Yeah. And then about 20 seconds later, there's no more it's music. Gone. It's gone. <laughs> it just stops. <laughs> it's like they forgot to hit the repeat button on the. Yeah. It's just like the they di- got lazy the and just said, nah, that's, that's enough. Although, can you imagine if, uh, okay, let's say that they just hit the repeat button on that 20 seconds. Can you imagine how old that would get? Would, how how quick, quick it would get old. Yeah, that's true. But they could have made a longer song, maybe. I don't know. It is, it is The music in this game, while the 20 second snippets are good, it is extremely lazy because that's all you get, basically. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. you'll get a little bit of music and then it'll stop and then you're listening to nothing but sound effects the rest of the time. Yeah. And the sound effects aren't that great. No, it's just a lot of whoop, whoop, whoop. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's that. And I always feel like games that don't have music is like awkward silence. It's just like, uh, you know, there's something missing. Yeah. If the, the people listening to this on the audio podcast version, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to just give them a taste of what uh, the awkwardness is going to be like. And we may lose a few listeners on this episode because I'm going to start it. Normally I have the music come in and then fade away and then just play in the background while we talk on this episode. I think I'm going to have it play and then stop and then give it like five seconds. And then we start talking and there's no more music for the rest of the show. (laughs) Just to give you an idea of how this game feels when it comes to music. Yeah, it's so bad. I, I just don't like that at all. And I understand th- that it might get old if you re- if you repeated it, but I would much rather have it repeat. Yeah. Okay, to answer me this then, because we can kind of understand the music not continuing on because it doesn't. We don't, they didn't want to repeat it or whatever. But explain to me why you have this giant, well, somewhat giant. It's not really giant, but this big open world kind of for these big open mm-hmm. levels. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is cool because you know you can walk. You should be. You'd think you could walk around, find the things to bait the people with, find the people, bait them, walk around the whole world, uh, and do all this stuff. But no, false. Because you can't get off the path without falling on your butt. Yeah, 
You just and then you can't even get up. No, you can't, you, up. Can't, you, you can't get up and walk back to the path. You have to like jump Keep, back to the path. Yeah, and then every time you land, you fall back down. Yeah, it's, it's oh, that's and so then fun. you finally get to the end of the path, and you hesitate because it's like, should I go back? Because now it's like a fence that you're supposed to jump over onto grass that you've previously been told no grass. It's right. like seeing the keep off grass sign like 20 feet ago. And then now you've got grass that doesn't have keep off grass sign. Uh-huh. You're trying to think, is that sign still in play? <laughs> right. This game, okay, th- here's here's exactly what this game is. And I, I'm sure we've talked about other games that have done this in the past. But this game is the perfect example of a game that constantly changes the rules <laughs> while you're playing it. Like, you never know what the rules of the game are. Mm-hmm, right. Like, the go, to go back to the little section with the camera, or not the camera, the telephone booth. Mm-hmm. Okay? The telephone booth section, the entire time you're playing it, for the most part, skull equals bad. Skull takes away your coins. Skull right. takes away your coins. Okay? Oh, but wait. Does purple coin, purple skull take away your coins? Or does purple skull mean you need to land on it? Depends on which one you hit. <laughs> Depends on which purple skull it is. It's so <laughs> stupid. <laughs> oh, it's just uh, the rule. Like like I said, the rules are constantly changing, so you never really know exactly what you're supposed to do. Um, other than you're supposed to be trying to find these historic dudes. I I know we've talked about this before with LJ in games, but every LJ in games just feel like so lazy and just they made the game just to sell and make product for a movie you know it's just there was just there's just things in it that are just you just have to say that's just lazy you know so I, I know I agree well I mean I don't know how frequently they were putting out games it feels like they put out a lot of games so maybe they were just churning them out too fast to really focus on mm-hmm. on any one game or something I don't know what it is but I tell you, this game is <clears throat> sloppy, mm-hmm. and I hope uh, I hope when we get to the feedback, Timmy is not like a huge fan of this game because this game, to me, is in the running to dethrone Deadly Towers because I had almost as little f- to no fun <laughs> playing this game. It's it's pretty bad. So. There are a lot of redeeming qualities about some of the other LGN games, but I the, I could only find one redeeming quality about this game, mm-hmm. and that was the graphics. I actually did like the graphics of the top-down area. I thought yeah. the little I thought the Ted the Bill and Ted characters, the sprites for Bill and Ted, were spot on. Like I think sure. that was about about as good as you could do on the NES for a Bill and a Ted. I, I thought they were perfect. Yeah, uh, the bad guys were kind of monotonous a little bit, but. <clears throat> Um, the levels themselves look pretty good. They're very colorful. I could always tell what the pa- which was the path and which was not the path. I didn't whether I didn't know whether or not I could walk on them, but I always knew which one was which. Uh, so I thought yeah. the graphics were pretty good. The sprites were good for the the bait, as well yeah. as the historical figures. I think you could tell pretty much which ones were which by looking at all of them. Although Al Capone kind of looks like Michael Jackson from Smooth Criminal. <laughs> yeah, so he does. Well, in his defense, Michael Jackson kind of looks like Al Capone in Smooth Girl. 
Except Al Capone was fat, morbidly obese. But anyway, we're right. talking about the same Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> How many Michael Jacksons? Oh wait, no, I'm thinking of uh, Weird Al from the "I'm Fat" video. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, easy, easy mistake. And as an insult to injury, especially something that gets talked about a lot nowadays, Christopher Columbus kind of looks like a Native American. Just right. <laughs> so yeah, okay. Well, I I never said the graphics were great. I just said they were good. I didn't say yeah. I'm not. Yeah, could, yeah I'm just saying. Just so. Anyway, you want to talk about the manual? You want to bring out the manual? Oh uh, yeah, let's yeah. Let me bring the manual back out. The manual is actually really nice. Yeah. Ah, uh, I just swiped it away, but it it came back. Don't worry. Uh, the manual looks pretty good. It's got the uh, movie art there. Mm-hmm. It's got a Butterfinger on the back cover. Right, Butterfinger ad. Mm-hmm. Now, this uh, second page, they're already lying. Which page? The Where it talks about the Nintendo official seal of quality. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't... I'm not. I'm not sure Nintendo actually continued with the seal of quality past about 1989. Yeah, this official seal is your assurance that Nintendo has reviewed this product and it has met our standards of excellence in workmanship, reliability, and entertainment value. <sighs> False. False. It's true. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I don't. This manual is really dense. Like really, really dense. Mm-hmm. But it, I, it is actually, in looking at it, I wish I would have read it prior to playing the game because it actually, just looking at it here at a glance, it is really helpful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say to tell telling you how to play the game. So might I recommend that if for some reason you're listening to this conversation that we're having, and you're thinking that game sounds pretty good, I think I want to try it. <laughs> uh, might I recommend you go to the manual first before you play it? <laughs> you laugh. Why? What? <laughs> this just seems like an we've, impossibility. We've, we've done nothing but say nothing but bad things about the game, and you're like, "Hey, this sounds pretty good. I think I'm gonna try it out." Somebody out there might be thinking that because we did say that the Bill and Ted sprites were spot on. Yeah. Could be uh, game that could be all they need. So I'm not going to spend too much time on the manual other than to mm-hmm. say that it, it is a quality manual. That may be the best part about this game. It's got a good manual. Yeah. Good manual. Kind of tells you what you got to know. So. Yep. There you go. All right. If, if you do want to play this game, read the manual. Yes. Agreed. So yeah. now comes the segment where we say, is it worth it? How much does it go for? And would you replace anything on your $118 list? I don't care how much it's worth. It's not replacing anything. <laughs> no, it's not. So I, if it's a cent and I could just add it to it because I don't have, <laughs> uh, uh, I've not reached the $118 mark, I'm still not adding it. <laughs> not putting it on the list, even even if it doesn't even cost you another game. <laughs> yeah, I don't have to remove anything. Um <laughs> You know, I can't. Like, I'm just looking at it, just kind of a. All I'm finding is factory sealed versions. Well, everybody who has it used is always playing it. They don't. They don't ever want to sell it. 
Maybe. Here Look we at go. The good Here price we go. Chart Here we go. Here we go. I got you. All right, you got me. Uh, let's just say it's about ten bucks. Wow. Yeah, no, that's not worth it. Not worth it. Not replacing <laughs> anything. No, not worth it, and it's not replacing anything on my list either. Yeah. I don't know if you're like the biggest Bill and Ted fan ever, uh, and you just gotta have all the memorabilia and everything Bill and Ted related. Mm-hmm. I'd still be hard pressed to get this game. Right. Unless maybe it's signed by Bill and Ted. Like, if Keanu Reeves had this signed and I was a big Bill and Ted fan, then maybe I would get it. Yeah. Still wouldn't pay more than $10 for it, though. They've, they've made an iPhone 10 snap case out of the Bill and Ted's Excellent Video Game Adventure. Really? Box art. So there you go. Okay, well, the box art is the same as the movie poster, I believe. So maybe it's just... Yeah, the, it just says poster. video game. Oh, it does, and it's, yeah. And it's lazily put in with, like... Uh, What's the thing, the little triangle that you put in if you want to add like a word or something? Something. I don't oh, know what it's called. Know. You know, if you're like reviewing a paper and you want to add something, you know. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know what uh, you're talking about. They've just done that and said it's a little hat. Like, video game. Yeah. 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 That's it. It's the only difference. So. Well, I don't know, man. Yeah, what you got to do, right? I don't know. Well, on that note, do you want to hear my poop story? I do. Okay. So, I was trying to go to the bathroom. Okay, number two. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, let's just say I was at Walmart. Uh-huh. Okay. And there was one stall at Walmart. Mm-hmm. So, I go in. There's somebody in there. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, I'm like, okay. I kind of got to go, but I can hold it for a little bit. So, I went back and did some more shopping. And I come back. To get check it again, somebody's still in there. Things are getting a little heated now, so I'm starting to get frustrated. Somebody's sure. still in there. I don't know if it's the same person. I don't know if it's are the they other on person. their phone. What are they doing? Get, maybe they're just wasting time on their phone. I don't know. Yeah. But I'm starting right. to get frustrated. Things are going to have to happen pretty soon. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm going to have to leave the store and go to another store. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, yeah. anyways, that happens. Go back shop some more. I come back. It's open. I'm thinking, thank goodness. Finally, my turn. My time to shine. This right. is my turn. So I go in. Keep in mind, one stall. I can't be the only one experiencing this, you know? Right. right. Uh, there's got to probably be other people that are going in, trying to use the bathroom, and this guy is playing on his phone or right. something. Right. Okay. So go in. Uh, my time to shine. I sit down. Uh not waste any time because I'm considerate, you know. Mm-hmm. I know that it's only one stall, so I'm trying to hurry so nobody else has to experience this. The and while I'm in there, it's not been 30 seconds. Some guy comes in, wants to obviously wants to use the bathroom. Has probably been in the same position that I have been in the yeah, last right. like 10, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, however long it's been. Uh, he comes in, he sees that I'm in there. I maybe he thinks I'm the other guy. But yeah. he, I can hear him like huffing and puffing and like getting all mad on the outside, yeah. like kind of pacing the bathroom a little bit. And then finally he leans down and like looks under the stall to see, <laughs> like to see who I am. What I guess. maniac is this? <laughs> this? Who is this crazy bird? I know, right? <laughs> 
He doesn't lean down far enough to look like look up in there and see me, but he leans down <laughs> far enough to see my shoes so that I guess if once we're back out in the store, he can find me in my shoes and like come get me or something. I don't know. <laughs> but literally, I had... I had been in there for like 30 seconds, but I think he was so frustrated because he was in the same shoes that I was in. Yeah. And he thought that I was the guy that was in there just wasting all this time. It would have been funny if when, when he looked down is if you'd picked your feet up. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been great. <laughs> oh, man. That you is... Know, uh... I, I, would, I wouldn't have picked my feet up because there's nothing I hate more than trying to to go to the bathroom and take a crap and somebody's like grabbing at the door and like jiggling it you know <laughs> it's like uh they come in the stall shut okay yeah. uh but they're still they're like is anybody in there is anybody yeah. in there is no. anybody in there yeah i hate that and i hate the when you're in the one holer bathroom and they shake the door they shake the door handle and it's locked uh, okay. Yeah. What, what does that mean? It means move on. In there. Move, move on. on. Yeah. And then they knock. And then I'm just like, I don't want to say anything because I, I'm like, okay, look, guy, I don't want to talk. You should know. You should <laughs> yeah. know, sir. Then, you should know. And then maybe 10, 15 seconds go by, knocks again. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> did you think somebody just appeared? Like, what? Yeah. I know. That, I, I, that has happened to me uh, at a porta potty before. <laughs> I do not like the. Doing the two at the porta potty. Yeah. Sometimes you got to. And I can remember the last time that it happened to me, I was in the porta potty. The guy walks up. The porta potty's got the red symbol on it when it's occupied, right? Yeah. yeah. You shut the thing and it turns red. Like there's somebody in here. So he comes up and he tries to open it. Doesn't work. Okay. That's fine. Then he knocks and gets no response from me because I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm in a porta potty. I don't want to talk to the person on the house. There's other people out there. It's not just you and me, <laughs> sir. Okay. <laughs> and then he says, he says, anybody in there? <laughs> Where did he think you went? Did he, <laughs> did he think you went through the bottom of it and I, left? Like, I don't know, but I did the, I, I, my response was the best response ever. I went, no. <laughs> <laughs> I slipped out the back door of the porta potty. Like, what did you think happened? Where? Oh man! I, I climbed out the roof. <laughs> oh, so, oh, oh. I swear, some people. It's anyways. It's and there's but, nothing worse. And, and going back to your original story, there's really nothing worse than having to take a deuce right after somebody finishes. I know the seat's still warm. <laughs> it it just horrible. feels so germy. <laughs> It smells horrible, and then your smell starts to add to it, and it's just like, this is just awful. <laughs> and you never know if your spices and that guy's spices are going to blend well together. They're not going to be like, no, yeah, yeah. Now that we've sufficiently grossed everyone out, <laughs> yeah. uh, how about we move on to retrofitted trophies? All right, I have several. I have one. Okay, I Two. have. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I wouldn't love. You're just gonna have to power <laughs> power through them. Okay, I'll power through, and then you can finish this off. All right, all right. My first one is salad dressing, dude, and that is collect Julius Caesar. Uh, my second, the a lot of these are only gonna really, they're really gonna hit home for the people who are Bill and Ted movie fans. Maybe not so much 
anything else. Mm -hmm. So if you're not a big Bill and Ted movie fan, I may have to fill you in, Justin. Okay, the second one is Chasing Moby Dick, and that (laughs) is Collect George Washington. There you go. Uh, Because in the movie, Ted mistakes George Washington for Captain Ahab. Yeah. Or Arab. That's Ahab, right? Ahab. Yeah. Ahab. Okay. Yeah. Uh, The next one I have is called Breaking the News, and that is Collect Elvis, because you basically tell him (laughs) when he dies. (laughs) Breaking uh, the news, too. This isn't going to be good, but here you go. <clears throat> uh, the next one I have is Bad Idea, and that is collect Jesse James, because you give him an Uzi mm-hmm. when you collect him. That's a bad idea. Uh, the next one I have is Prepping the Babe Report, and to prep the Babe Report, you have to collect Cleopatra and Marilyn Monroe. Mm. Uh, this one is, how about we just not discover America? And that is collect Christopher Columbus because you give him a compass. And I have a feeling that if Christopher <laughs> Columbus knew which way he was going, he would have just went to the French Indies or whatever right. it was he was going to. Right. Exactly. would have discovered more. Uh, <clears throat> then I have one called Easy Questing. And to do Easy Questing, you collect King Arthur because you give him the Holy Grail. It's just like, it's only the thing he's been searching for his entire life. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And his entire life's mission, you just kind of hand it to him. Yeah. yeah. And then my last one is get out of jail free card, and that is collect Al Capone, because you give him, uh, basically give him his law book that gets him out of jail free. Yeah. Or I assume it does. That's it. Well, mine is uh, simply the turd trophy, since we've had so much turd talk tonight. And that is just by playing the game. You win it. Okay. All right. There you go. In I did place. have I did have one more actually. It's just called Most Excellent, and that's just collecting all sixteen historical dudes. I forgot about that one. But I like the turd trophy. Yeah. And the turd award goes to Timmy Mac. Probably Timmy. <laughs> Probably Timmy. Yeah. For, mm-hmm. for for suggesting this game. All right. Congratulations, Timmy. Wear it with pride. Although Timmy did pull out a meme for us from our last Patreon where we talked about the meme for about the, the fried oh, Cheetos. Yeah. yeah. He totally redeemed himself. I forgot yep. about that. The Cheetos yeah. meme. So never mind. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. You can have the Turtle Award and you can have the Tom Arnold Would Be Impressed Award for this episode. There you go. Tom Arnold. He knows about us. He does. We're on his radar. <laughs> It's only a matter of time before he's on this podcast, one way or another. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It may be a boxing match. It may be, a, <laughs> may be a simple conversation. We, ended up we don't know. Fighting him. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right. So, all right. How, are we how do you want to rate this? Ugh. Man, I really like to rate it a tur- as a turd. <laughs> we've already like done we that. Did, yeah, we've already done that for Daily Towers. We really wasted that. Yeah. Um, let's see. We've also done, we've already done vomit. What's another? Uh, it's another something terrible. You got an email there. Yeah, I know. I tur- you know, and it's funny because like about 10 minutes ago, I was like, I'll just go ahead and turn it up, but I don't want to keep it on silent, you know, uh, overnight. So. I'll, uh, I'll just turn it, go ahead and turn it on. Nobody's going to message me <laughs> in the last, like, you know, it's 1130 at night. Nobody's going to, oh, no, nope. keep getting messages. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. What can we talk about? What can we do? Uh, bad movie? 
Okay. Although this game is about a movie. It's not a bad movie. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Maybe not. Um, I can try to think of a bad movie. How about uh, how about food? How about a food? Like a bad food? I'm sure we've okay. done good food before. How about like just a bad food? All right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I got mine already. Cause, go and I got a good story for mine, too. All right, go ahead. Okay, mine's goulash. Okay. Okay. It doesn't really just... It only describes the game in the fact that it's one of my most hated meals at, at this time in my life. Uh, it, did, it didn't used to be. Kind of like, I'm. no, this game has always been bad to me. But uh, this, I hate goulash so much. also hate this game so much. Um, and let me tell you why I hate goulash. I've already told you why I hate the game. Let me now tell you why I hate goulash. So back in the day, my dad, growing up, we would make goulash. No big deal. Make goulash, okay? We'll make it on a Monday, let's say. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we make it, uh, you know, it's got like macaroni noodles or whatever in it. It's got meat, macaroni, what typically do you, you like? Macaroni, noodles, right, like right. pasta sauce meat, or something, yeah. right? And right. some meat. Okay, so that's what it is. On Monday, but he makes a giant pot of it. No way we can eat it on Monday. So, right, so we'll have, we'll, we have leftovers on Tuesday. No big deal. Leftovers on Tuesday. Wednesday rolls around, it's starting to get a little ragged, so mm. we should probably throw it out, right? Right. Not at my dad's house. <laughs> Instead, let's like throw hot dogs in it and like, <laughs> oh, and like pour some more pasta sauce in there. Oh, maybe man. add maybe add some like tomatoes and like green peppers and stuff to it. Just heat it back up, stir <laughs> it up. There's Wednesday's some more luck. It's got some more life. Okay. Yeah, that's Wednesday. Oh, whoa, I'm not done. Thursday, there's still goulash, but now it's like this weird uh, <laughs> laboratory goulash. Yeah. <laughs> and it's starting to get a little rank. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's starting to... It's not very good for goulash on Thursday, but there's still plenty of it. So what are we going to do? Are we going to throw it away? Not in my dad's house. <laughs> Instead, we're going to put it in a big pot with some beef broth and turn it into soup. Oh, God. <laughs> That's horrible. So, anyways, uh, needless to say, if I ever had a chance of liking goulash, my dad squashed that. It was over. Ago. Yeah. So that's kind of how I would describe this game. Your love affair with goulash was over. So uh, here's how I'll describe this game uh, with a story about. So I really like chicken casserole, right? Big chicken casserole fan. Huh. And who isn't? So right, right. So, and there was one day in high school where we came down to the cafeteria and uh, the product looked like chicken casserole. I was like, oh, I'll eat some chicken casserole. I got that. It looks good, right? Oh, like yeah. this game looks pretty good graphically, right? Looks pretty good. Yeah, looks good. Okay. So, uh, you know, get it, buy it, come over, sit down, get my big, uh, first big fork full, put it in my mouth. It's, it's tuna casserole. Tuna. Oh, no, not tuna casserole. <laughs> yeah. And so there you go. It looked good. Looked like chicken casserole. The first bite. It was Turns tuna out. casserole. <laughs> now, I like tuna. I do not like tuna casserole. I love tuna. <laughs> do not put tuna casserole on my face. No. <laughs> Especially not when it looks like chicken casserole. <laughs> yeah, when you're, and that's one of the things. Uh, 
me and my wife talk about this a lot. Like, there's nothing worse than like picking up the wrong drink. Not just be- I'm not a germaphobe. I don't care about the germs. But if I'm expecting like to drink a sip of water and I get tea, or if I'm expecting Coke and I get tea or water, it's like or uh, backer spit maybe. Any surprise, <laughs> it's just Mine. awful. Very, very yep. over that blanket. It's, it's forget about the cat though. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about so that. The audio only listeners. Uh, Justin's daughter wanted a blanket, uh, and he just went to go get it for her. But the cat was laying on it and just slung the cat in the floor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's almost midnight. She's still she's still up. Anyway, she's a trooper. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's that Mountain Dew. Yeah, that's right. But yeah, so. Uh, yeah. Okay, so we all, we know basically how we feel about this game. But I thought I would get a third party in on this, mm-hmm. uh, besides the listeners. I called up Nick Stevens, yeah. Genesis Gems, okay. and uh, asked him what he thought about it. And uh, here's here here's his response. But uh, this is probably going to be like one of the most infamous sound bites you'll ever have from Nick Stevens, but uh, this is probably one of my favorite games of all time. Like, probably. Wow. wow. Yeah, <laughs> could you believe that? Doesn't know how to. Tr- I could. He didn't know how to pick them. He doesn't really know how to pick them. To- I mean, he is on a Genesis podcast, right? Mm. Wow, so. it's a mess there, Nick. It's a mess. <laughs> I know. Oh well, what are you gonna do? Uh, I don't know. Uh, all right. So, what did the what did the listeners think about all this? All right. So, I got some Facebook feedback. And we'll start us off with Stephen Michael from Facebook. I feel like we haven't introduced him as Stephen Michael from Facebook in a while, right? Yeah. He said, it's another horrible game based on an 80s classic movie, LJN. What more do I need to say? Eric. Not much. Eric Purcell says, strange things are definitely afoot at the Circle K. Uh, Timmy Mack says, yes. It's my pick. What can I say? Growing up in the late 80s, a lot of my favorite movies were games on the NES, and most of them were terrible, LOL. This game I remember playing a ton. I tried to do a lot. I tried to do a lot like add story and dialogue options. The poor controls and unnecessary items did it no favors. So it was just me running around throwing pudding. It does have a pretty sweet manual. Well, I'm looking forward to the dudes having fun with this one. If you are... Uh, guys are really us. What number are we thinking of? Family friendly dudes. <laughs> uh, six and nine. Right. Yeah, that's in the movie, but right. it's not said like that. Uh, I'll, he did bring up another point that we forgot to mention in the game. There are there is dialogue tree kind of things when you talk to people sometimes, mm-hmm. where you actually have to pick what you want to say. Uh, yeah. The only kicker there is the controls don't make any sense. I. Uh, you push one of the A or the B button to cycle through, and then you push the other one to select the phrase you want to say yeah. instead of the D-pad to cycle through. And so I I screwed that up almost every time I did it. So it didn't really matter to me. Uh, let's see. So Cecil Dredge says, I never had or played this title growing up, but I enjoyed the movies. I do own this cart now, and I guess it's time to give her a whirl. 
I'm interested to hear what the dude's take on it. Thumbs up. And then he comes back and says, another question for the dudes or D-batters. Who was your favorite historical figure Bill and Ted interacted with? Mine was Genghis Khan. George Carlin as Rufus was cool, too. You see, I mean, in the movies or in this game? In the I movies, the movies. I, like, I like Socrates, as they call yeah, it. Yeah, he's pretty good. Socrates. Yeah. He's a pretty wise guy. Yeah. Yeah. I like uh, how they had to when they they had to talk to him uh, all philosophified and they use music quotes basically yeah. to talk to him yeah yeah oh that's funny all right Paul Biscaglia says remember it may be a horrible game but not all the hate should go to LJN they simply published it give the hate to Rocket Science Productions you know what other classic they produced the Mutant Virus. Want one more? I can't. They never developed another NES game after that. It was for the best. Which is true. I gave, I gave a lot of a lot of flack to LJN. But here's something that I I didn't quite... Yeah, Rocket Science didn't really ever make a lot of uh, big-name games, but they did team to, tend to work a lot with Sega. So, oh, that explains it all. Yeah. yeah. I'm just saying. Okay. All right. Back to the feedback. Uh, Tyler Jones, be excellent to each other and party on dudes. Andrew Code says, never played the game, but loved the movies. If the dudes approve, I will seek the game out. As always. Dude, Drew Backo. Yeah. We do, we do not approve. As always. The power is yours. Steer my life. Well. Oh, and I can't wait for the third movie. And Chris Vanderhoff <clears throat> says, which will never happen. And well, then you can't believe anything uh, Chris Vanderhoff says. So. Right. And Andrew Code like, gave a link about the third movie. Uh, and then they just kind of talked about the... Uh, Third movie, maybe uh, not, may or may not coming. Anyway, Chris Vanderhoff comes back and says, Excellent. I seem to recall renting this back in the day, but I'm sure it didn't have the manual. That could be why I remember this game sucking. Enlighten me, two dudes in a tangent. We've given you pl- plenty of tangent. <laughs> we give you some really good tangents this episode, Chris. And Peter Martin says, I'll insert what has seemed to become my line on most of these games. I never played it, nor knew anyone that had it. Looking forward to the pod, though. Dudes, be excellent to one another. Douglas Delecky Jr. says, This game is so bad, even the LG, LJN Defender struggled to give it love. <laughs> Why is it that I want to say LGN? I don't know. It just rolls off my tongue. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Dan Buscigler says I'd give it three bags and two small porcelain telephone booths. With movies like Keanu Reeves in them, you can't lose. Okay. And It is a good movie. Yeah. We're not knocking the movie. Just knocking the game. So, anyway... And Aaron Vander May says, I love the movie, but the game is nowhere uh, as good as the movie. Haha. There are some positives. The graphics are decent. The main song is kind of catchy. And my favorite part of the game 
are all of the funny lines by Bill and Ted. Some things that bother me about this game. Why can't you walk or run in the grass? It's like they just wanted to make the game tougher or something. It's also a little confusing trying to figure out where to go and what you need to find. Even though this game is pretty rough around the edges, it's still a hilarious 8-bit trip, trip back to the 80s. Still worth playing for a little while. So I think that was our first kind of positive review. Yeah. And he also, um, I think it was him, and I apologize if this it was actually somebody else, but he did a nice little Photoshop for us, if you want to see here. Yeah, yeah. You see that? Mm, it's he did. A, uh, he changed it from Bill and Ted's to Two D's and an S on the logo for us yeah. and posted that up. I thought that was cool. I might <clears> use that as a logo for the show or something. Yeah, yeah. And then he comes back with my retrofitted trophies for this game are one, Bill S. Preston, Bookworm Esquire. Uh, collect 20 textbooks. And two, Wild Stalin ro- Rodeo, ride the horse for 60 seconds without falling off. Which we didn't even talk about. The horse was just ridiculous. Mm, yeah. Yeah, he said, keep up the great work, two dudes, party on, don't be heinous. All right. That's it. Duly noted. That's it on the Facebook uh, group. Let's see. I think I've got some other Facebook stuff. I've got a uh, two-factor authorization that Facebook is making me do. Oh, that. no. I know. It's so frustrating. It's for my own protection, you know? Right. I guess while I'm pulling up the feedback that I have, we can talk about... Let's talk about the Christmas episode, because the next episode we release is going to be a Christmas episode. Woohoo! Yeah. We've had <clears throat> requests to do another album. Okay. But honestly, that's a lot of work. I don't know that we could pull it off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to try. This weekend for me is pretty free. I could maybe write... Uh, at least some music for about three or four songs. Yeah. Uh, if you can help me pull together some lyrics or something. Let's do it. In time to record. Uh, and we, we can try. We'll, we can see what happens. Uh, we'll do our best. If we can't pull a bunch of songs together, then I'm sorry. So that means then if we're going to do a Christmas episode, going to do another radio broadcast type show, then we're going to need some calls. Mm-hmm. My suggestion is last time we had people call in with Christmas, Christmas memories, right? Right. This time, I think we should have people call in with their Christmas wish list. Ooh. Whether whether their wish list be an actual tangible item that they would like to have. Uh, obviously, we probably won't be able to give them these things, but we'll pass it on to Santa so right. he can get them. Uh, like a like an NES game that they don't have in their collection they've always wanted, or maybe a, a topic that they would love for us to cover on the show. Is on their wish list, you know, something like that. You know, world peace. I'll accept world peace, although that good luck to you. I don't even yeah. think Santa can pull that one off. No. But anyways, I, what do you think? I like that it. A good topic. Okay, I'll post about it on Facebook. Maybe tomorrow, asking for that. And people listening to this show, be sure to call in. Now, I guess would be a good time to give out our number. But I'm not prepared to do so, so I won't. It's seven seven five seven retro one, which yep. I'm not sure what that is off the top of my head. Yeah, seven seven five. 
I don't know. Seven retro one. I think I'd know this by now, but I don't. Yeah. But anyway. So anyways, so we'll have people call in for that. We may also allow them to post and do like, so we can read them off. Mm-hmm. But I guess if we can pull it off, let's try. Mm-hmm. Let's try to do about three or four songs like we did last time. And unfortunately, we don't have Matthew to help us out this year because he lives in a different state now. Yeah. But we'll try to do it. Me and you. We'll try to pull it off. We'll do another radio broadcast. But it all hinges on if we can get the songs together and if we get enough calls. So right. you guys got to call with your wish list, your Christmas wish list. Two or three items on your wish list. Wish list about the podcast or wish lists that you actually want in real life. Something yeah. you, you know. Anyways, you get it. Okay. I don't need to keep rambling on and on. All right. Back to the feedback. Yeah. Um, seems like I had something. Go ahead. Go ahead. You got something? I don't have anything. You got some crazy hair. Oh, I do have a. I do. I do have a story about our one of our Christmas stories that we keep like talking about. Uh, Matthew's boomerang. Yeah. So my uh, my mom went on vacation. She brings back a boomerang for my daughters. Okay. Uh, we take it outside. We're playing with it. We maybe get ten good throws on it. I'm getting pretty confident with it, and I throw it really hard. And put it on the roof. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and there it remains. So. <laughs> Do you need a ladder? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I just haven't gone and got like, uh, you know, my dad's ladder. And gotcha. Put it up there yet. So. Okay. Anyway. Well, maybe one day. Yeah. Maybe one day. We'll get it. We'll eventually do it. I swear, us non-Australians are just not meant to be throwing boomerangs. It's true. Dude Gale, uh, I need to know how to throw a boomerang. Yeah. We really do. Let us know. We need need some help up in here. Excuse me. All right, let's go back to feedback here. Uh, On the Facebook, Honorary Dudes Group. Uh, Jesse, clever of it all, or the great dude, says, awesome. Uh, dude Aaron Hickman says, great movie, shameful game. Dude Andy Lewis says, LJN, let's just not. <laughs> I like that. Uh, and then Dude Gabe Van Gilder says, excellent. All right, Facebook page. Remember all those times I said we should really consolidate right. all of our different feedback things? Still haven't done that. <clears throat> all right. Uh, Anthony Pig says, I got this game several years ago in a box with other NES games. While it may not be the worst game I've played, I did have fun playing it. I don't remember too much about the movie, but I don't remember everyone in the time period scrambling for chocolate pudding. Uh, Tommy McKeenan says, I can't say anything about the game, but the movie Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey gave me some weird dreams as a kid. Loved it, though. Also, the first one when I got the chance to see it later on. Cameron Bruce Child says, the OST will make you poop your pants. Okay. Okay. And Stacy Sears says, most excellent. Nice. All right. Twitter. Got a little bit of feedback on Twitter. Mostly about the movie. But Paul and Andy at Power Trip Gaming, our good friends over there on the YouTubes, yeah. say, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey was my one of my favorite movies growing up. 
It made me want to face off against death, even if he wanted best 3 out of 5. Never played the game, though, and not looking forward to it. Well, Paul and Andy, I think I know what game you guys should probably try next. Uh-huh. I think so. I mean, you're always making us play things like Castle Quest and Legacy of the Wizard. Yeah, really. I think it's about time that we made a recommendation for you to play Bill and Ted's excellent video game adventure. Yep. Uh, and then Baz says, love that second film. I think my favorite line, though, will always crack me up, is when Evil Ted looks at the pics of princesses and says, oh, can't say that. <laughs> but thank you, Baz. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, okay, we'll we'll stop the Twitter feedback there. Thank you for that the, uh, the laugh there, though, Baz. Yeah. Uh, if you want to look it up, go to our Twitter and you can look it up. It's pretty funny. <clears throat> All right, Google Plus. Ryan Ballard says, I really enjoyed the flicks as a kid, but I'm doubting they aged very well. Well, as I mentioned earlier, the flicks themselves don't age all that well, but the uh, death uh, board game scene does. Yeah. So says you. Yeah, so says me. So I got to, <laughs> okay, we're running a little long. Uh-huh. We've still got the holiday pie, pie off. But there's a lot of voicemails for that. I'm thinking save it for the Christmas episode. Dude, yeah, I think Christmas episode would be a good time to talk about pie. Yeah, I agree. We can talk about pie on the Christmas episode because we won't be talking about a game that episode. Right. All right. So I do have two emails, two emails, one iTunes review, and John Wedgworth has corrected us on something. All right. Here we go. And then, then we're done. All right. So John Wedgworth, uh, hailing from Iowa. In his is his he's a natural Iowan. Is that how you say it? Uh-huh. No, what is it? Is it Iowan? Yeah, it's Iowan. Iowan. Okay. So uh we were talking about where um I don't remember what episode it was. It was either the Castle Quest or the one before it. We were talking about where Tom Arnold is from. Mm-hmm. And we were struggling to pronounce Atumwa or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. Well John has Paul uh courageously offered up his services. Uh, and this is how you're supposed to pronounce it. As a native Iowa. Okay, maybe I should uh, turn my volume up here. Atomwa. Check that. Go. I got it. Atomwa. 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 Right? Yeah. So now Tom Arnold might actually come on the show. Now that we know how to pronounce his home. Okay, email number one. This email comes from... Um, I'm not sure. I forgot, or I didn't. I didn't clip it right. So, but thank you. Uh, I'll try to remember. <laughs> maybe next episode, probably not. But you'll know who you are. It says, "Hey, first time reaching out to you all. I just started listening to the podcast about six months ago, and I have really enjoyed the show. Just finished episode 118 today, and like the idea of picking a list of games under 118 dollars." which I've included below. Huge Zelda 2 fan and by far my favorite game on the NES. Keep up the great work. You dudes rock. So his list, for anybody who's curious, is Zelda 2, Castlevania 3, Contra, Metroid, Faxanadu, Golgo 13, TMNT, Super Mario Bros. 2, Mm. which I think, pretty darn good list. Yeah. It is. Uh... So, yeah. Thank you, dude. Or whoever you are. 
Because you're probably not a dude yet. <laughs> probably not a dude yet because it's only six months ago. You've only been listening for six months. It's hard to get dude ship that quickly. <laughs> That's real personal. Thank you. Whoever you are. Okay, I'm, I got to look it up. I got to look it up because I feel bad. I feel bad. I see. I screen capped it instead of actually pulling up the actual email. That was a mistake. <laughs> I like it. Though. <clears throat> and I'm not. I don't think I'm entirely over my sickness because I don't know if you've noticed, but throughout this episode, my voice has just kind of started fading away. <clears throat> so I hope everybody can can accept my apology for my loss of voice. They will. No, they never do. All right, uh, I'm gonna look at. Uh, Got it. Got it. Oh boy, this is a this is a real good podcasting right here. Yeah, this is a great pod. I love it. <clears throat> Dennis. Dennis. That was from you, Dennis. I'm okay. sorry. I didn't remember that. Thank you, Dennis. Thank you, Dennis. Uh and then Chris. I don't know which Chris this is, or if this is a new Chris, old Chris, but his email says they're not spikes, dudes. It's two D. They are razor blades. And that's in reference to Castle Quest because you can't go into the, run into the sides of them, you know. Yeah, yeah. So thanks for that correction. And the iTunes review, and then you're gonna have to finish this out because my voice is fading. All right. <clears throat> the iTunes review. This is a doozy because it is not, not a winner. Okay. Oh no. This is not one of our best iTunes reviews. Okay, you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> okay, it's a two star. Ah, uh, another two star. Yeah, this is gonna. This is actually gonna be pretty funny to you. I don't know why they give us two stars. This is from Tiki Baby Two Thousand. <laughs> uh, the title of the review is Aloha with a little one of these numbers. I don't know what it is. Yeah, the little thumb and pinky uh-huh. move, mm-hmm. and a bunch of smiley faces doing this. You know, they have both hands raised. Okay, that's the title of the review. <clears throat> it's two star. I almost want to think this is a joke, but at the same time, it doesn't really feel like a joke. So, if, the, if this is you listening out there, Tiki Baby, tell and us this is really your review, if it's and a- this is not a joke, tell us and maybe change your two. You may have accidentally given us two star because I think this is supposed to be a five. All right, here we go. It says my dad listens to you all the time, and you guys are very interesting and funny. When I am on my phone, I hear my dad listening to you, and I listen and I laugh because you are funny and interesting to listen to, and I'll look forward to listening to you sometime soon with my dad. My favorite NES game is King's Quest V because I love the graphics and the music. I hope you have a wonderful life. Love, Carly. I'm 11 years old, and I live in Hawaii. I rated you 5 million stars. Ah. Thank you, Carly. Thank you, Carly. I'm not even mad about the two star. No, I mean, because really, the 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 translation there or the currency exchange is two stars equals five million stars. Right. So she she technically gave us five million stars. Yeah. So that's that's our latest iTunes review. That is awesome. That's adorable. I'll take it. All right. And I'm done. I'm cashed. I'll say goodbye when it's all said and done. But if you don't care to finish this out. Well, you know, you can find us on uh, Facebook or Twitter. Looks up. Uh, Go to iTunes. Give us a review. 
Uh, you can always uh, send us an email. You can check us out on our website, uh, twodudesinanest.com, nintendudes.com, and nesdudes.com. And you can always call us at, can you do the number? Seven, 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 five, seven, retro one. Here, I'll look it up. You finish. You finish. Seven, seven, five, seven, retro one. Yeah, say something about the the website and then the, how you can call from the website. So say something call, about the Fox yeah, okay. dude and the Wii dude. You could just say that. You could just say that. No, I'm telling you, now. I'm losing my voice. Yeah, okay, right, exactly. No, you got to say right, it. I'm trying right. to get you to okay, say it. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> so shout out to the Fox dude for our graphics, uh, the Wii guy for our music. Uh, obviously, they're awesome and all that they've done for us. Uh, and you can go to our website. If you go to the website on the mobile app, you can click the phone in the top right-hand corner. And when you do that, it calls us. And you can leave a voicemail for us to be read on an episode, probably mid-2019 at this point. But it will be, you know, we'll play it, we'll play it at some point. No, we'll do it on the Christmas episode. Right. Make your, make your Christmas wish list and call it in. Right. All right, so that number is actually 775-7738761. I just right. did it with the alphanumerics. Hopefully that works. Yes. Because I, I don't know. I don't have the app installed on my phone anymore for some reason. <clears throat> all right all right i think that's it yep i'm i'm fading fast well go fade to bed we've got a long episode here for a game like this yeah we did we did it yeah all right all right goodbye everybody bye